Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. I hope at this point in the week you are fairly far along in your Thanksgiving preparations. Maybe things look a little different for you this year than they normally would. Um, For the last however many years as I can, I've been married for 25, so I'm just wondering if it's been 25 years that we've spent um, with my family. We live near my husband's family, and so we take the opportunity around Thanksgiving, and we usually travel because I have a rather large extended family. I think we're 22 of us in my immediate family of origin, but typically that's what we would be doing this week is traveling, and instead we are home and we are staying safe and happy to report that at least among the five of us in our family, we are all well. So I hope that this finds your family well and happy and healthy and whatever your Thanksgiving is looking like this week, I hope you are happily preparing for it. We are spending this week talking about Thanksgiving and gratitude and how when you feel gratitude and gratefulness in your heart, you show thanks. And so on Monday, we talked about Hannah. And depending on how long you've been around the church, maybe you've heard about her, maybe you haven't. But quick recap, Hannah wanted a child went to the priest. He blessed her and said, you will have a son. She did, named him Samuel. And then she dedicated Samuel to the Lord's service for the rest of his life as an act of gratitude, as an act of thanksgiving, saying, thank you so much for this wonderful, blessed, amazing child who then went on to be a major character in the rest of the Old Testament. Today, we're going to shift our focus to the New Testament, and I'm guessing if you've been around the church for any length of time, you have heard about the 10 lepers. And this is a story that I used with my children when they were very, very little about not only feeling gratitude when you receive something, or in this case, receive healing or answered prayer, but then going back and remembering to say thank you, because that is a really important piece. So I'm in the gospel of Luke. I'm in chapter 17, and I'm going to start reading in verse 11. It's called 10 healed of leprosy. It's a quick story. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered the village there, 10 men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So now if you remember, if you've listened to me before, leprosy was a death sentence. It was a a skin disease that was not curable. If you got it, that was it. You weren't going to become well. And so they did have to walk about staying unclean so that people would stay far from them. That should sound a little familiar to us in this time of social distancing. Verse 14, he looked at them and said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. So as they're walking, the leprosy is leaving their body. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God. And he fell to the ground at Jesus's feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. So let me stop again for a second. In my New Testament class, my professor, Dr. Dunn, basically describes Samaritans 
being thought of how we think of pedophiles, just the lowest of the low, like a really no good, very bad, terrible person. I'm not sure exactly what the Samaritans did to deserve this title, but just know that this is, this is a less than in society. And yet who's the one that came back? This man was a Samaritan and Jesus asked him, didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Now, Jesus healed all 10 of them. And yet Jesus pronounced this blessing on the Samaritan, this person who in the community would not have been highly thought of. And yet, although while Jesus called him a foreigner, did he say, you're not a person who is deserving of healing? No. The Samaritan got healing with all of the others. And the point that Jesus is driving home is you asked and you received, but it's important to remember to turn and look and use that thankfulness piece. If you are feeling gratitude, you need to express your thankfulness. And so what I want us to take from this is whether it's a human who has been kind to us, or even maybe more importantly, when we receive answered prayer, when we actually get a yes, when the answer is a yes, whether it's healing, whether it's job help, whether it's for a baby, like in Hannah's case, when God grants our request, remember, he's not a genie in a bottle. God is sovereign. But when he and his infinite wisdom says yes, how important it is to remember the very next prayer needs to be one of thankfulness, of of thanksgiving, of gratitude, of dancing before the Lord as King David would do. So from today's lesson, I'm hoping that we remember that this is a two-step process. We ask, and when we receive, we thank. So tomorrow I will send you just the tiniest email. There won't be any homework to do, but I do have a message that I want for you to have. And then I will see you back on the screen again Friday morning. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.